Hi, and welcome to Theater Practice. I'm Miriam Weiner. This is a podcast where we practice how to be more connected, more mindful audience members. It's not about reviewing the piece. It's not about judging it. It's about gaining insights into it that will last long after the one time we saw the show. Hello, and welcome to Theater Practice. I'm director Diana Yanez in conversation with our fabulous host, Miriam Weiner. Hi, Miriam. Hi there. How are you, Diana? I'm doing pretty well. I'm very excited about this little trailer we're doing. Thank you so much for hosting it with me and for directing this fabulous podcast. Thank you so much. I'm very excited. Can you give us a little overview about what Theater Practice is all about? Sure. Theater Practice is a podcast that will help our listeners take their experience at any given show farther than even the creators imagined it could go. I find that making meaning out of productions is one of the funnest things we get to do as audience members. And in fact, that's the way we participate in the creation of the work of art. We don't just witness it, we complete it. So in our podcast, we offer techniques, tips, tricks, mindfulness exercises, and especially conversation about how we get to this deeper understanding of works of art. It's not about being right or wrong. It's not about any given person getting the final say. It's about taking these tools and using them to make our lives more full. That's fabulous. I mean, I have to say, as someone who has listened to every single episode, they are really lively and fascinating conversations. Kind of makes you experience the show twice. It's really cool. That's wonderful. <laughs> you know, what's interesting is that people see theater and they see what's on stage and what they're given, but they don't realize that they play a part as well as audience members. That's right. They do. And the audience, oftentimes we're sort of by ourselves afterwards. We have a collective experience, but then we don't have a place to process it. Tell me about your experience before you develop this method of going to the theater with friends and coming out and talking about it. Well, inevitably, people come out of a show and they give it the thumbs up or the thumbs down. That is just a very human response to things. And that's typically where the process ends for people. You just you give it the thumbs up or the thumbs down on the way to any given bar. And then you spend most of the time at the bar. If you're with people who don't work in the theater talking about something else. And if you're with people who do work in the theater, kind of tearing it down or taking it apart assessing it moment to moment in an effort to refine your own aesthetic, as opposed to really seeing what these artists were trying to do with their aesthetic. Yeah, absolutely. I've been there. I've been at those bars. I've been in those conversations. Yeah. And it can be really fun. It can be really fun, but it's not all there is to attending the theater. Exactly. That's so exciting. That's one of the things that drew me to this show, that the show is not about criticizing or tearing down the show. But as you say, it's about seeing the show, really ingesting it and processing it. Yes, that's right. You've been in this industry since your 20s, right? Yes, that was just six months ago. (laughs) Me too. Me too. I have learned so much from you, Miriam. And one of the things I've noticed is that your method, which we're going to tell our listeners about right now, has helped me not only to have a more interesting experience when I see theater, but also art and many other things. Tell us about Let's Fuchs It Up. Well, Let's Fuchs It Up is an homage to an essay by Eleanor Fuchs called Visit to a Small Planet. 
And in it, she describes how one should ideally read a new play. It's basically a list of questions to ask yourself while you're reading. And I noticed that one of the questions was basically a description of how I've been watching for most of my career. So basically, I take an image from the beginning of the play, an image from the end of the play, and then I choose a middle image that's necessary to make those two other images make sense. And then at the end, I can say, okay, this is image one, this is the middle image, and this is the image from the end, and I can create my own thesis for what I saw. And so we're going to help our listeners try this practice at home and take it with them into the theater the next time they go. Well, that's very kind of you to give Eleanor Fuchs props, even though you've been doing this all along. Since you were a child. Since I was a wee child. And Diana, I also want to just emphasize to our listeners that this is an aspirational kind of work because the idea that we can listen purely, that we can watch purely, that we're not going to let our personal opinions or issues get in the way of seeing something is aspirational. That's what we're working towards. That's this more perfect world that we're trying to construct. And so sometimes I get it wrong. Sometimes our guests get it wrong. And we gently point that out to each other because that's part of the fun. Well said. Thanks. What kind of pieces excite you? Well, for me, as I've become more mature, a show which leaves breadcrumbs for the audience is very exciting to me. The artists don't have to have everything figured out, but if their intention is big and bold, I get to have fun making sense of the trail they left. Now, when I was younger, that type of show really, really annoyed me. I couldn't handle it and it would make me angry. But now when I understand more how structures work and I see more of how artists are subverting or inverting my expectations, I find that thrilling. And we have several in our season that represent that kind of work to me. What about you? I have noticed that for me, the experience of theater and art in general is immersive. And even though I might be sitting in the audience or as it's been lately during the pandemic, sitting in front of a computer screen, my best experience is when I'm lost in it. And this method that you have taught me and this awareness that I now take with me when I see theater or when I see art is that I'm looking at these images or these impressions because sometimes for me, it's not just an image, it's a sound or it's something visceral and something that impresses me. And I'm able to talk about it and therefore process the experience. And that's new and that's cool. If it was great, it is greater. If it was funny, it was funnier. If it was sad, it was sadder. And, and uh, I know that sounds really negative, but that's not what I mean. I mean, it's just a more intense experience and I really appreciate that. But I think sort of this enlarging the experience is good for everyone. And also I think giving credit to the people you may not necessarily think about when you go to see a show, because you're thinking about the story and you're not thinking about the layperson. You're looking at the actors, but you're not really thinking so much about what is the lighting doing? What is the direction doing? What about that art direction and the costumes and all these things together that make this a piece of art? And I like being able to talk about those things. Yes, that is exactly right. And I, I think all those different artists that you mentioned that are part of a production that aren't seen are revealed when you get down to the moment by moment description of your image. You have to talk about the lighting. You have to talk about the costumes. You have to talk about the staging in order to describe 
where they were, what they looked like and how it made you feel. And this is all a process for me of finding a language and a way of opening up my own experiences, my own way of witnessing the world to sort of have a parallel text running as I'm watching a work of art. So I'm always looking for ways to let my own experience enter into that work of art and have them come together in a way that doesn't violate either one and that leads to a greater understanding. I think that's great. And I love that we're referring to theater as work of arts because they are. And some people miss that. I think this method of enhancing the experience, and I have to tell you that uh, listening to our guests, they all seem to feel the same way. And some of them even draw upon, you were mentioning that your own personal experience, but some of them even draw upon their own personal experience and sharing that with their feelings about what they saw on the stage. And that's really exciting about our show too. Yeah, I think the season came out really well. People really got into this project of using the exercise and really surprised themselves with what they discovered. So tell us about what are your thoughts on criticism? Well, I mean, criticism is really fun and it's really intelligent and everybody (laughs) gets to say what they don't like and they get to point out flaws, which is nice to be able to take time to do. Right. It's so easy. (laughs) It's easy and it's so fun and it's funny and it's snarky and sometimes it's really true. And who hasn't enjoyed that great conversation with a friend about what you didn't like? I think it's much harder to describe what happened to you in the show and what the artists were trying to do. I think a lot of people take that part for granted. And I think that's really important. And this seems to be a movement, as it were, or trying to figure out things from different perspectives or watching theater from a different point of view. Yeah, I think that's true. I think there's some different journals that are attempting to do that. And I think that we see that in a lot of the anti-racism practices that we're seeing in the theater right now. How do we get different perspectives on work? And I think one of the ways we get different perspectives on the work is to let the work speak and then to respond to that work. I would say that's very true about our show, about theater practice. You don't go into it expecting us to tear things apart or to talk about how you would do it differently. You're letting it, you're receiving the play, you're receiving the experience, and then you're chewing it up and understanding it. I mean, chewing is probably not the right word, but you're letting the work in and letting it tell you what it's about. That's what we're trying to do. That's what we're trying to do. And I think that also people should know that we talk about the ends of things. So if you're concerned about spoilers, if you believe in spoilers, this may be something you want to wait to listen to before you go see the show. Go see the show and then listen if that's important to you. That's a good warning. I think that's going to be true for most people. You're going to want to listen to our show after you've seen the show. But for some people, it's going to be different. Some people are not going to get to see the show because it's over or it's been sold out or you don't care. You don't have time to see it. But by listening to these conversations, you actually are experiencing the show in some way. I have to say that as a person who came in to work with you later, some of these shows had already happened and I had no chance to see them. And yet I got so much out of these conversations and I took that information and what I learned. And I went to the theater with the Let's Fuchs It Up method. And I'm getting more out of it. Well, that's great. I mean, we definitely hope that these techniques will be something that you can build on every time you go to see a play and you're going to find yourself with more and more empowered to make interpretation and meaning for yourself. 
I'm really excited about listeners tuning into this next episode. And if you do like our show, please subscribe and follow us wherever you get your podcasts. And remember that podcasts and shows like ours do well when they're liked. So like us. So like us and we'll see you after the show. See you after the show. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Theater Practice. If you liked this conversation and would like to hear more like it, subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Theater Practice is produced by Miriam Weiner and directed by Diana Yanez. Special thanks to Micah Kelber, Latrice Smith, Gerard Everett, Marjorie Duffield, Greg Bellows, and Abel and Adam. <laughs>